Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Awakenings with Michelle Mache, the weekly dose of spiritual and metaphysical insights and information for navigating the soul path. Listeners are invited to call into the show for a reading or with questions and comments. Call 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. Also, join the Sacred Space of Empowerment live chat. To create a username, register with Blog Talk Radio. It's great to connect with all of you here. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Happy Wednesday. Wisdom Wednesday, wonderful Wednesday. Wherever you are is the weather. (laughs) Like it is in Southern California, it is so hot. Hello, everyone in the chat. Um, I see a lot of people on the phone lines as well. Hello, everyone. Good to connect with all of you, as always. And uh, let me know how my mic is. Trying another one. Trying improving, improving, right? Um, If you did have a question or a comment um, or you wanted to get a reading, that number is 347-539-5122. That's 347-539-5122. 539-5122 and press 1 on your keypad. And that will get you in the queue and uh, we can have a little chat. <laughs> wow, there's energy. You know, I've been posting a lot um, about the energy and we have um, today, the second half of the program, uh, Daniel Fiverson will be on air with us. Uh, you can check him out at forevolutionaryastrology.com and um, him out and see. He's been on before. He's going to be, of course, diving into the eclipses. And uh, that, I'm getting the message, my mic isn't as clear as the other one. So let's change it up, right? That's why I always ask. I do test. I do test, but it's not the same as when it goes through Blog Talk Radio and also uh, their software. And also, uh, they do tend to apparently compress the files so that, you know, so that it can be on the podcast outlets. Um, so that's, okay, thanks, Tamara. <laughs> I love it. I, you know what? We're family here. That's what I, one of the things I love. We're family. We help each other out. And <laughs> you guys help me out. We ground the energy, help ampl- amplify it as well. And uh, so I want I want to take it just a minute at the top of the program and just send some healing light. Some of you know Angela um, has been very sick uh, of late, and I just want to just take a moment to just send some healing light. Some of you know her from the teleworkshops and also the in-person workshops, and she's an amazing artist. Some of you have seen her designs, uh, painting, as well as um, some of her paintings were actually put onto the designs onto scarves. So um, thank you, Tamara Love and Light, to Angela. Yeah, we're so powerful. That's why in group, that's why I love doing workshops and teleworkshops because using the group energy, channeling that group energy, 
we get a lot more done efficaciously. Um, just finished my high vibes. We are starting that again. I, uh, people have asked me instead of a month, we could do two months or three months. I think I may just do two. So if you're interested in doing that, it is life-changing. I mean, the information that's been coming through has um, <clears throat> just been amazing. And um, what I'm doing with the uh, my psychic development, you know, intuition, connecting to your intuition, understanding the higher self, and developing your psychic um, ability is I'm also doing mentoring or coaching with it. So we don't just do the teleworkshop. We usually have two that we meet, you know, once a month, and then I give people things to do weekly. So exercises, tune into each person and see what do they need, you know, what specifically will help them. And that's the same with high vibes, and that's one of the reasons I so love it is because I'm vibing, I'm vibing high. <laughs> and I am giving you things sometimes daily, some weekly to do, honing in. There's pattern interrupt processes, what we call bilateral stimulation. So I'm bringing, I'm bringing a bit of science, psychology, um, behavioral science as well, hypnotherapy, meditation, metaphysics, interplane work. We, we, we just, woo, rocket fuel. So if this sounds like something that you're interested in, contact me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. And, oh, Kate, great, amazing coaching. Thank you, by the way, such valuable support. Host sessions. Yes, well, because that's, that's when you need it. You can't just get blown out and then it's not there. So thanks for that, Kate. Um, yes, yes, yes. So that's we're having a great time with that. And one of my intentions, I believe I shared it on the program, and I'm, good, I'm getting better about saying what I have going on or where you can reach me. I just usually get caught up in the moment, and I usually do a meditation before getting on air. So I'm in the talk. You know, I'm with the guides. I'm connecting to the higher self. You know, and so little detail-y things I forget, and then I get the message. Why don't, you know, the emails and messages, I didn't know you were doing this. So my big push, especially between July and the end of the year, with all these changes, um, is to really support whoever wants the support, really, is to put it out there. And we are in a time of up-leveling, updating our inner software, right, and our outer, the body, the whole body-mind system, to hold, not just, well, to receive, first of all, to be able to receive and hold the, the higher vibrational frequencies. And this is why all the change, all the upheaval, it's been very challenging for many people. You know, I've had a, my own challenges the last four to six months. Um, and we're being put, what's really being pushed in front of us is is the idea of trust and it's not like little mamby pamby trust it's like do you trust that your dreams are coming from your soul and your higher self is helping you get there is guiding you do you trust the spirit realm but it's very important you have to and this is why i in my workshops i talk about the higher self and how to discern is your voice coming from the ego whether it's doubts and fears or delusion. It's like the seven of cups in, in the tarot. You know, we need illusion, imagination, right? We, when we're co-creating, creating something, it is an illusion. How do we make something happen? You know, 
but people can get deluded, delusional. You know, they can have delusions of grandeur beyond where they are. You know, uh, and I'm very, Kate, you did my workshop. I'm, I'm very straightforward because we don't have time, you know, to massage egos. You know, I'm diplomatic, but, you know, I'm not cruel or mean. But if somebody is saying they're giving a psychic reading and it's really coming from the ego and there's a lot of projection, it's my job to say, hey, check in. It's not, it's, it's coming from ego. This is not psychic. You know, this is not your higher self speaking. So I, the push is because at, between now and 2020, it's actually started in 2011, well, really 2009 with the whole right livelihood, right relationship. And right, 2005, we had the converging flow starting. 1988, the, the harmonic convergence. 87, 88, the, the harmonic convergence was that whole year. And it was actually marked by an event. And then I think it was late 90s. We had this amazing uh, Taurus aspect. And now with Uranus and Taurus, it's like, okay, these higher frequency energies are getting grounded. You know, Taurus represents the earth, okay, the, the body. What is the earth, the, you know, the earth plane, the earth itself, but very much our physical body, you know, whereas Aries is the, is the self, the sense of self, but the body. So we have to be in kind of mental, emotional shape. This is why working so much on emotions. Now we're, I'm still working with people in the emotional body, the third chakra, but it's extending now into the fifth because we've cleared enough astral stuff, right? Because the astral plane corresponds to the emotional plane. So now we're working more we can work more etherically and more spiritually, but we're using the mental realm. So they're now declaring the beliefs. And that's what high vibes is all about. High vibes to manifestation so that you're manifesting from the highest vibes for yourself possibly and how to maintain that. Why? Because as, the, as we're into this next level of soul alignment, and you'll see a major turning point next year and then 2020, it's going to be, What's that saying? Hindsight is twenty twenty. You're going to really see, people are really going to see what is going on. Because we don't want to express or experience anymore from lower level emotions or stuck emotional states. It really is about high vibes. So once you start accepting responsibility, once you learn the language of the soul, how to intuit, you know, what's your intuition? How do you intuit or read your intuition? How do you live from your intuition first, backed by logic and reason, but following the dreams? Because the, the, the map to what you want is inside you. The soul, your soul is the map. That's why in astrology, they say it's a reading of the soul, what you're here to do. There's a map inside you. And numerology is another way of looking at it psychically. Um, but, but we read the map energetically by resonance, how much resonance and dissonance, is there enough coherence? What's going on in our body? Our body is this GPS system or this Geiger counter, right? It's, it's we're not just, you know, transmitters. We're not just transmitting our signals, our energy out into the world. We're receiving it first. So you have to learn how to trans-receive. You have to learn how to extend, trans, go beyond, extend beyond the egoic plane, the lower level personality or the egoic, the mainstream consciousness. This is how great artists live. They may not live like this forever, but definitely when they're doing their art and 
it just came through. The book wrote itself. They're channeling. So this great soul alignment is about recognizing that we are channels. We're all interconnected, but our specific vehicle or vessel that we are is receiving signals, but are we listening? I think it's said that our, our intuition, our higher self to our intuition, thousand times a day is giving us messages. And we're not necessarily, you know, we're not, we're not hearing them. We're not listening, you know, or we're listening and then we discount, discount it. That's, that's the biggie. We listen, but we discount. So how do we do that? See, we're working against a trend. Um, in fact, I, I did a, and I think I will post it maybe on Facebook because it's, a, I think it might be too long to post onto Instagram. But maybe I'll post part of it. I did, last night, I read, um, and those of you that saw my Insta story, at, at Groblox, this amazing little European kind of bar restaurant. Um, shout out to the owners. So every third um, Tuesday of the month, we there's poetry readings from PS Poets. And it was, it was beat poetry night. Well, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a beat poet. I wanted to be a beatnik. I'd seen some films. I don't know, back in the day, and I remember asking my mom and my mom's, Mija, they don't have they don't have that anymore. What do you want to do? What? You know? <laughs> Which I got to live that out a little bit in Paris. I didn't realize, I mean, they were big into drugs. I'm not into drugs, but they were big into that apparently. But, you know, Allen Ginsberg, um, Jack Kerouac, Burroughs, you know, we read a lot of um, – if you're in the States, you read a lot of them in your, you know, middle school and high school. But what did I like? And I spoke to this before I did my poem, or my poem, which wrote it a bit on YouTube, too. And then it just wrote itself. And um, the what I liked was the commentary, the the, the artist, because – you know, and Dr. Bruce Lipton, who's on our show a while back, actually it's been a few years ago, and I, re- I did last year, I did a, a conference with him, the, new, the Paradigm Shift Conference. Um, was, I was one of the facilitators along with others, um, he included. He said, in our, in our body, we have creator cells, right? They're cells that have the new information, and when the time is right, when the environment's right, they, they shift. And then all other cells get that information. It's encoded and then written, just like software. And he said, but we are cells. We're creator cells. Our whole body, our life, our cells. We're like cells of the world, right? Cells of the earth, of the world, of the universe. And so when we shift, and this is what I liked about the beat poets, is they were commentating on things. Some, some of them, you know, some obviously did some activism, or, but it was also through the art because one thing you have to remember is that as you're shifting and changing and living your life more authentically, that is what gets read in even more than activism, I'll be honest. <laughs> it's how we live our daily life and our, our emotional set, our, our mindset and our emotional capacity, our mental emotional um, approach to, to, to life, the emotional body, because that's what gets communicated. The how do I want to say this? The universe is it's it, there. There is an impersonal aspect to it. 
it doesn't know good intent. It know it knows frequency. It knows what are you feeling. You know what I was going to say. Intending part of it is your intent, your intention, and what's emanating from you. What are you receiving? What are you downloading? You know what are you uploading? What are you putting in your mind? And then that starts to work upon you. What do you believe? Okay, so there's a lot of science on this. The thing that I feel that got missed in the science and 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 of of positivity and our mental attitude is what people in my soul group brought, or I'm, I'm part of their soul group or the soul group that worked on the emotional body. The emotional body has always been the key. It's what we have to work with here is emotions, energy in motion. And I feel like a lot of the, even psychology, a lot of it came out of the mind, you know, even psychiatry, the brain and the mind. Instead of getting to the emotional aspect, that came much later. And it still is kind of poo-poo, but now people are realizing, they're going, oh, it, it's because the emotions are the frequency, okay? And it, they're, if the energy in motion, if it's not refla- refined, if it's not recalibrated to requalify it, to bring in a, a different quality, then you have what you have, no matter how many sticky notes, no how many positive sayings that you have. A lot of the people that I'm working with right now that are making major shifts, major, major transformations, major change, and just seeing it work, it's because they put the time in on the emotional body. And now they know, and now they have the tools to nip stuff in the bud emotionally. They can catch it. They can see it. So, you know, it's, it's the mindset can now change. And so as more people are doing this, Obviously, it reaches critical mass. It ex- it's extends out, you know, those outliers, right, those people that are on the fringe that are making those shifts. Then it will be easier for others not only emotionally to shift but also um, mentally to shift. So it's a combination. You can't just handle the mind and not the emotions, and you can't just handle the emotions and not the mind. They go, to get, they go together. Uh, let's see, Kate is saying in the chat, yes, perfect. M.M., which I guess is me, M.M., Michelle Mache, was encouraging the three to five affirmations. Really need to incorporate that consistently. Yes, yes. Well, and the, what we're doing with the, high, the pattern interrupts. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to bring some of the stuff that I've learned. It's time, and I'm doing it myself. My last line of my, my poem that I did I want to share with you was um, – I said, I got off the main road of mainstream consciousness and followed the road less traveled. No direction known. Every place my home, even if just for a while. And that to me, you know, I touched on politics. I, I kind of really went there. I touched on um, a lot of uh, uh Social commentary, social political, but also individual woven in. And it is the realization that as you awaken more, as you become more enlightened, where, you know, more light in you, more aware of the light, and not afraid of the dark, because the dark is the void, it's the potential, it's the feminine, it's what we come from. We come out of this womb, the cosmic womb, the earth's womb, Gaia's womb our mother's womb, everything emerges out of the darkness. 
and we don't have we can't have the light without the darkness and without the darkness there is no light and the shadow is in between but you don't have shadows without the light so when you are playing in that realm you realize that you're being soul fueled as i say your passion is coming from the soul and when you're more aligned to the soul you become spirit led because spirit is the animating energy it's we we breathe it in right and it is sometimes i don't know where i'm going no direction no no direction home you know i kind of took those two from one from a book title one from a song title we don't we don't know but who's the we that doesn't know is is the little self we're on that magical mystery tour but it can be a very safe ride a supported ride a safe or supported journey when we awaken to what we're really about, our own integrity, our blocks, our limitations, where we excel and expand, when we're willing to be heart-led, when we're willing to be vulnerable. And that's what this great soul alignment is about. That's what these eclipses are bringing in. You know, they're bringing, they're, uh, there's things that are leaving that are too small, too tight. The sandbox is getting bigger. This, you're playing in a bigger soul playground. You're, we're all moving more and more to the level of the soul. And eventually the soul will subsume the, the ego personality. There will not need to be an ego. The soul will be completely, you know, unfettered, um, less and less and less diluted. So you're going to see that, as Robert talked about it, I talked about it a couple of weeks ago in that show with Robert Wilkinson, the turning point is October into into next into next year. And expect major changes, but you're being supported by the spirit realm. You're being supported by your higher self, your guardian angels, your spirit team, whatever, and, it, and magical helpers that are coming into your life. And maybe you're a magical helper for someone. Maybe you're a support for someone. Let us see. Question in the chat, and then we're going to get to callers. Question, Michelle, I have started with some skin allergies, and I'm not the only one. I'm hearing more and more having this issue. As we clear and vibrate higher, do more and more things affect you like this physically? Yes, yes. Um, There can be changes within the body or things that you didn't know were going on. Remember the vessel, the vehicle, especially with Uranus and Taurus, is getting cleansed as well. And it's different for everyone. Like I say, some people need to eat meat or fish. Um, Some people are turning more to vegetables or some people to fruit or some people a combination. Diets will change, but it will be something that's healthier or life-enhancing for your specific body. Sleep patterns are changing. On my blog, soulplayground.life, I do talk about the signs. Of, I have a blog post, if you just search it, signs and symptoms of ascension and awakening. And so the ascending is simply moving more and more out of duality, which means less fear of the unknown or the other. You know, and, and again, what does that do? Then it starts bringing the belief, I'm going to be okay. We're going to be okay. We're going to get through this. The help is going to be there. The money is going to be there. The person is going to be there. So it's really a game changer. Instead of in the old paradigm, and that, there was nothing wrong with it. That was the game, but you, you buttressed yourself, right? We, we, we had shields and force fields, even in the old, old paradigm and healing. Oh, put the white light around yourself or protect yourself. But the new paradigm says 
you don't need to protect yourself. Things happen by frequency, and we're all interconnected anyway. So you protect yourself by your awareness, by being more aware, being more awake by your light, by connecting more to your intuition or in, in, and your higher self. But your higher your intuition, you know, as well as the soul aspect of your being through your higher self. So it's, it, it's, it's really that principle of, of oneness. The ascension is getting less and less out of the extremes of the polarity plane. Um, Crystal Bowles, Gretchen, you're sleeping way more, and I'm traveling way more out of body in my dreams. Yes, you'll find dreams much more active, uh, requiring a lot more sleep because you're still awake when you're sleeping. It's just your other dimensional. You're on another dimension. You, you ever watch animal beings sleep, especially a little late? They're going play. They're doing things. So it's all consciousness anyway. Where, are, where we're adding consciousness is where we focus. All right, let us get to callers. 256-473, you're on Awakenings. Welcome to the program. Thank you. My name is Kimberly, and I'm from Georgia. How are you? Hi, Kimberly. Welcome. I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. What's your question? Mm-hmm. Well, I I um, got out of my comfort zone and finally uh, left the teaching classroom. And I Ooh. am. Uh, I know. I I am applying for uh, jobs outside the classroom. Coaching, um, those type of jobs, um, and it's been about almost eight weeks, and I just want to know I'm, I, I'm doing everything to draw. Coaching and teaching, the, Co- coaching yeah. and tutoring, I do see it happening. Okay. Hang out for Kimberly as far as working. Yes, expect it to be building. And I do feel, again, you're falling into that time frame of, that in October, October, November, ex- expect um, stability is what I'm hearing. So, yes, you're doing everything you need to do. You're, to- you're very good. You're really on, you're on the right track. Absolutely. Okay. okay. All right, Kimberly. That's great. Congratulations. All right. All right. Thank you. You're so welcome. So welcome. Okay. All right. Let's get to the next here. Let us see. Okay. 310-344, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Melissa. How are you? Melissa. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me okay? In this moment, I'm doing great. I can hear you perfectly. Can you hear me? Okay, great. Yeah, this is a great. Good. Um, Good. Yeah, I was just uh, asking if you see any blockages um, in my path from preventing me from meeting, like, my life mate. I'm, I feel like I'm ready, but um, a lot of people that I'll meet or encounter either fizzles out or they'll end up using me, and I feel, like, depleted. So I'm just wondering if you see that in the near future for me and if there's anything I need to clear out. Yes, hold on, let me. The first thing I heard, uh, yeah, there is a limitation. Don't you have the depth, but don't jump in too quickly. 
Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. That's why you feel you. Yeah, don't jump in. Keep lighten it up. The 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 person that ends up being the soulmate that's a life mate, mm-hmm. the death will be will naturally be there. But but stop giving your death to people that can't handle it or aren't even looking mm-hmm. for that. The, the, mm-hmm. You know, on the way on the way to the life mate, we have you know others that were you know that are good for right now. <laughs> That's what I get. That's the blockage because you're wanting it so much and you have this vision of what you want. You you mm-hmm. get a facsimile of that. Remember, the fax is not the, the original copy. So okay. a lot of times what happens, not just in relationships, but I've seen this even in jobs or, or job situations, we get elements of what we want. It's almost there or almost, and sometimes we try to make it be that. That's mm-hmm. what I feel that you're you're doing. So I feel the the test or learning lesson for you is is to lighten up and just enjoy and have fun, and that is going to attract the one that's deeper. Okay. See, you're okay, already awesome. going out. Yeah, you're right. You're already going out looking for it, quote unquote, it. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> don't don't yeah don't look for it. Just date. And you'll recognize it. Okay. You know, um, you both will recognize each other by your mm-hmm. en- by your energy. You'll match each other's energy, right? Because okay. right, it's, it's yeah. Once you're getting back out there again, it's usually there's a it's almost like a little numbers game. You know, there's a few that you some are friends, some you go out a couple times, some four months, five months. I feel if you shift your mindset on this that you mm-hmm. can attract or draw somebody in probably in that end of the year, you know, October, okay. November cycle. Okay. Um, see, this is the time, people, with all these retrograded planets right now. Um, I believe there's four. There was five, but Jupiter, I believe, yes, Jupiter went direct. The retrograding that keeps going back and forth and these eclipses, mm-hmm. Is to, is to shine that light on what's moving out so something else can move in, or what's changing shape and form. What what's the new form? So yeah, it's a perfect time to look. Um, email me awakeningspodcast at gmail dot com, and I'll send you the high vibes stuff that we're doing. Okay, I'll keep you put you on the list. All right, Melissa, take good care. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh, so? hi seven. So, yeah, you're on air. Seven seven zero three two two. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. Hi. Hi. You're on air. Hello. Hi. Hello. Yes, you're Hi. on. Hi. You're on air. Hi. Yes. Hi, Hi Michelle. Um, Hi. I'm calling from Georgia. Who? Oh, I want to know. Do you speak? What's your first name? Uh, Maddie. 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 Welcome. Yes. Maddie. Oh. Yes. Okay. Thank Maddie. you. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I I okay, have traveling on my mind. Do you see that happening? Girl, you have lots of traveling on your mind. Let's see. You're drawing. Yes, I do. In. You want to be. Now, yes, and I do see you going somewhere with water, a lot of water. Yeah, I need that. I need that. Are you yes. Yeah, you need the water. I don't know if it's a if it's a, a cruise or um 
But, yeah, I, I feel water, beaches, you're going to have a lovely, lovely time. Um, gosh, where is it? Is it Bahamas, Jamaica, something. I can see it's tropical, a lot of – when are you looking? See, I feel – I don't know, maybe end of the year, maybe December, January. Um, you could win something. Are you doing oh. raffles or something? I'm not, but I should. <laughs> not you that you should, mentioned yeah, it, maybe I, I should. But I've been thinking about a lot. I've been should. thinking about some lottery tickets. Well, I, okay, okay. Well, I feel like you're going to win. Now, I don't know that it's. I don't necessarily getting like the the big one, but I feel like there's some money that you win or you attract. You get somehow that frees things up, um, and you might be going with a girlfriend. Is that? Are you thinking about going with a girlfriend? Uh, I hadn't, well, actually, um, I hadn't thought about a girlfriend. My thought was, whoever wants to go, fine, but if not, I'm going along. Okay, because I feel like, I feel like you, either you meet somebody there that you become very chummy with, or you do end up going with someone. Okay, good. I can see you on this, I can see you on this beach, and I see, I don't know what you're drinking, it's kind of pinkish in a taller glass with a straw. And um, so you're definitely, you're definitely taking that trip. Oh, I love it. But do your, but yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's a church lottery, something, there's something you're going to be winning or awarded. Okay. Anyway, keep us posted and have a good time. Thank you. I will. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Hi, seven seven zero eight seven six. You're on air. Um, hi. How are you doing? Doing great. Hi, and who is this? Tamika. I can. Tamika. Hi, Tamika. Hi. I was actually What's trying your to find out about. Um, I was actually trying to find out about um, a guy I've been dating for like it'll be actually yeah. coming up on two years in a month, and I was trying to see yeah. where do you see this relationship going. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> Feelings. Hear me? Yeah, no, I'm doing. I'm just tuning in. Let's see. Um, Well, he definitely sees you as a couple. He definitely sees that. It's a little lighter. Is there something issue with living situation? Housing or neighborhood, (laughs) or is he moving? What's going? Yeah, what's going on with that? Well, I mean, I'm ready to move. But he's pretty settled where he is. I was thinking about maybe like yeah. I had been thinking like lately we've been kind of nip nipping around, maybe possibly living together. So I don't know okay, if he was thinking you. about it's coming that. from you. Yeah, let's see. What are living together? Hmm. Well, you I you guys are gonna be talking about it. I wait. Okay. You know, you may just mention you may just mention like September, October, end of August, at the September that you might be thinking of moving, or you're, or just go look at some places and see what he says. Let's see. If Tamika goes and look at some places, what's he gonna say? Well, he knows he that might, I want to, that huh? I've been kind of looking for a house, and I've been talking okay, to an what, agent. And he kind of looked really funny when I said something about it. So, I don't know, but 
maybe made that's some why. comments about because possibly he, like if we were to stay together, how things would be. It, yeah, exactly. So let him, he's definitely a guy that's kind of cautious and wants to do it in his own terms. That might be where I see, because I am seeing you looking at places, so now you're confirming that. You said you already are. Just keep doing that. Keep doing that energy of, of looking, because I, I really have a feeling there's, it, it, you could move in together. It's not, it's not okay. right away, but it could, be, it could even be, let's see, what kind of boyfriend? I, I don't know. He's kind of, see, there's showing up around. It could be holidays or after the holidays. He's kind of, I don't know, there's a traditional aspect of him or, or like a um, sentimental or like, Like, don't get married on Valentine's Day because it's Valentine's Day. You have to have your own day. So I feel like it could be, well, maybe for the holidays or after or maybe the first of the year. He's one of those kind of, you know, like, okay, we're going to do this the first of the year or we do this in summer, you know. So I feel like I feel like he will have a plan like that. He's not the spontaneous type, right? What? That's true. Yeah, he's not. No. <laughs> yeah. So you're doing the right thing, and, um, you know, I would look. Look at the houses. I would look, bring stuff home, and ask, what do you think of this, or I'm leaning towards this one, or I like this area. And, and you know, it feels like you have to indirectly help him along to okay. get comfortable with the idea. I get a lot of earth around him. What, do you know what's – do you know his – any of us, do you know his son's son? Yeah, we have the same birthday. Our birthday is October the 10th. It's the same exact day. Oh, Libra, He's so he Libra, wants relationship. Yeah, but he, there's some earth there. Maybe the Mercury, there's something, or maybe it's the Libra where he goes back and forth. Hard for him to decide. Because I feel him kind of either, I don't know, a bit slower. But he, But he does consider you guys a couple. All right, okay. Jessica. All right, thank you. Just in Joe, you're welcome. Thank you. All right. Bye. Hi, 203-430. You're on Awakenings with Michelle Mache. Oh. Hi, Michelle. This Hello. is Diana. How are you? Hey. Hey, Diana. Welcome to the program. Thank you. What's your um, question? I'm, you're so welcome. Um, so I'm kind of at a roadblock right now between my own happiness okay. and versus my parents' happiness. Um, they want me to, you know, stop what I'm doing, you know, as far as job and schooling so I can help them um, opening up a store so they can okay. um, reverse their debt. And I'm 33 okay. now. I'm at a stage where I, you know, I'm ready to be in a relationship and just get that other part of my life started. And I'm very torn. Um, I've been meditating, and that helps me ground a, a little bit. So I have a feeling well, that I... Well, it seems like you're... Yeah, you have a feeling what? Um, that I know what's best for me, so I should turn mm-hmm. them down, but I find it very hard to do. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't see you turning them down. 
Or if you do, I see you still over there a lot. Um, are they out mm-hmm. of the area? I feel, are they no. out of distance? I'm feeling them at a distance. Where are they at? Um, I mean, no, I do. I live with them. And I do want oh, to move out. Oh, are you... Oh, you want to move out. Okay, because I'm seeing you. Well, either way, if you do move out, I still see you helping them. Mm-hmm. So what's your question for me? What's your question for me? Do you, do you think I'm doing the right thing? Do you see me going out and just living my own life? And No, <laughs> because that's that you have to ask the question. See, I can't tell you, you know, if we were doing therapy or something, I could guide you after a while to what's best for you, you know. But I can't tell you because you're not going to listen anyway. And, and, you know, we do what we feel, you know, after the show, after this hour and a half. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In the wee hours of the morning, what comes up for us? What, what pressure or guilt or exuberation? Okay. What's the emotion? So, I would, what I would suggest is that work where you're at, what you're drawn to, because that's what you're going to create. Even if you move out, you're going to be there all the time grumbling. What I do mm-hmm. suggest to you is work with, work with a good coach, therapist, mentor, somebody to help you individuate more and, and define what's right for you. Because what I hear right now is you're not that connected to your own inner authority to know you know, what's my, what's my path? What, you know, what's my responsibility here? And you've got a year. I don't see relationship right away around you anyway because I feel you have to work on this dynamic with your parents. That's, that's what's holding you up. There, there's a lot of enmeshment there. Um, so there's really no wrong or right answer. It's like you've got to do where you've got to do what you got to do for where you're at right now in your psychologically. But you can get help to maybe to to absolutely make decisions that bring you more peace, more resonance, whatever that is. That that, that could still be helping them, but doing more for yourself, or you know. But but right now, I feel you need support for that. Okay, I hope this gives you some clarity. Okay, thank you so much. Big hug, Diana. You know what? We're all where we are. It's all, you're welcome. It's all the learning. Let's see. 702917, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Um, How are you? And who are you? I'm good. Mario? My name is Mario. Okay. I'm good. Yes. Yeah, so Mario. I Mario. wanted to um so I'm I'm going through a major transformation, what you were talking about, and I feel mm-hmm. like I'm awakening more and more. <laughs> but first I'd just like yeah. to thank you and your show for being the light that's actually helping me expand even more. So I, I really appreciate that. And um you mm-hmm. were talking about so being welcome. like that magical helper. Yes. So, yeah, I just would like to know what I can do to be that magical helper. Because with that major transformation that I'm having, I feel, like, excited. I feel like I'm being reborn. And I wanted to know, like, what's yeah. the next step if you can channel that? Okay. First of all, magical help, you just show up where the openings are. 
And so you, you may not even know, is, is it a magical helper to someone in the grocery line or a friend or a new friend or an acquaintance? Um, yeah. It's just being open. It's being and feeling like you are, that reborn, that interconnectedness to everything and everyone. And, you, and uh-huh. spirit, God, the universe will utilize your gifts. You know, so keep working on yourself. Keep your focus. Maybe it's reaching out to groups, you know, doing workshops, doing seminars, you know, reaching out more into the community for like-minded individuals. Is it spiritual centers? Being around more art, music, artistic expression. So when we start really awakening, there is a call to connect with others, you know, and it doesn't have to be you're always connected and always around people. You can right. even go places by yourself, but it's places that nourish and nurture your spirit and can, and are more soul expressions, you know, so being in nature, oh. you know, maybe it's walking okay. in nature. Is there a park nearby or a beach? Start doing those right. kinds of activities and that will amp your vibrational frequency more, keep you more in alignment. And then you start moving into that synchronistic timing where you have those synchronistic connections that you're wanting. Oh, okay. all right, sweetie. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Okay, you're on air. Hi. Private caller. Hi. Hello. Um, I'm doing. Yes, you're on air. You're on air. Melissa. Hi, um, thank you for taking Yes. Okay, and what's your question? Um, do you see my... um um. My income improving. Um, there is there is somebody that that is helping me because um, uh, it was related to my mom, and for right now is related. Do you still helping yes. me with income? Oh thank God. Let's see. In the, um. Yes, yes, yes. There, it does show help, but it's like. What I'm hearing, though, is don't completely rely on it. So while you're getting this help, develop something else. Make sure you're bridging to something else. But it does show that there is still help and support. Okay? could even be towards the close of the year as well. Okay? Um, And you're clearing up something. I don't know what it credit or something. There's something you're clearing up, and and that's going to help also is what I'm hearing. Oh. Okay. It, 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 right. Okay. Now we got to go to um, second half of our program. Thank you all that called in. Stick around. Um, like I was saying at the top of the program, we have with us Daniel Fiverson, who's an astrological intuitive, and he focuses on conscience intention. And we're going to be talking also about that and the eclipse and what it has to do with evolutionary astrology daniel welcome to the program well thank you michelle it's always exciting to be here i love to be part of this conversation oh Oh, i'm so perfect i'm boy do we have the aspects that are just even even Clients or friends of mine or acquaintances, people I've met. Actually, we've had a couple of callers in on the show, too, of late that um, aren't particularly metaphysical or into astrology or, you know, spiritual path, soul path, et cetera, have said, what's sure. going on? 
right? Yeah. This energy, yeah, yeah. things are so yeah. different. Things are really changing, yeah? So other people are really, <laughs> the mainstreamies are feeling it and seeing it. So, um, well, that's kind of what we hoped would happen. That's what we hope. That's what we hoped would happen, right? This is what we hope would happen. Oh, that people would begin to wake true. up and and, and 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 question and and you know what what the hell is happening uh, here, right? Yeah, right, right? Yes. Oh, that's true. That's true. Okay. That's you know I didn't think about it like that, but that's very true. So now it is eking out. It's it's. There's a bleed. It's extending out. Yes. So that's yeah. That's that's true. That's what we need. <laughs> you know. You, you know. It's funny because we all have prayers and intentions, but we we kind of you know overlay our biases on them or our expectations, and we don't necessarily recognize how it's unfolding. <clears throat> Excuse me. And sometimes the way it unfolds, you know, actually upsets us. Um, you know, I think I think I think it's right. a you know, good exercise. And it's it's surrender and acceptance. It's a good exercise. But this is what this is what we intended. But we put it out there for the universe, and we have to let the universe deliver it to us in its own way. We're not always happy with that. Yeah. It's not always easy. But nobody said it would be easy. True, and I love that we put it out, and we have to let it the universe deliver it in its own way. Yeah, a lot of times, right, we're, we're kind of focused on the exact dimension and form. You know, it's got to be five by five, you know, and we get a five by six or three by four. We're like, no, it's five by five. Um, right. I don't know. Maybe that's the humanness part, right? It, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, our, it's our ego. It's what we think we need, you know. So, right. but it all, it all works at, it all works out in the end. So should we talk about mm. the eclipses? Yes. But first, would you please explain um, evolutionary astrology? Is it similar to Western? If just so we have a kind of level the playing field so people can understand and also astrological intuitive. I love that because I know a lot of diehard astrologers that say, Oh, I don't bring, bring intuition in. We can't, you know, it's just all in the chart. It's in the aspects. But you're actually okay. putting, you're marrying those two together. So, yeah, if you could just dive well, into that yeah. and then we can go into the eclipses. Okay, that's great. That's a great start. Thank you. Um, evolutionary astrology is a, is a modern version of Western astrology, and it brings in um, a lot of Jungian psychology. It, bring, it brings in, um, it, ah. it's, a, it's a soul-centered soul approach that looks at our current lifetime, our current situation in terms of our, our uh, journey from lifetime to lifetime, um, understanding that what's happening now isn't you know, in, in isolation. It, it's not happening, you know, all by itself, that there was something mm-hmm. that came before and there was something that we've intended to come after. And we're, we're right in the middle of those two places. And um, it's hard because we, you know, we, we have the past. We are our past. Um, but yet we also have this future that we're intending. And so the trick is how do we stop repeating the past and start living the future? Um, and it's, 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 yeah. it's, I think it's, 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 it's a, um, you know, it's a situation that we all face because the past is so comfortable, even if it doesn't seem to be very, uh, you know, even if it's painful. It's, there's a comfort level in it somehow. We, it's a known pain, if you know what I mean. 
So it's it's mm-hmm. it's an approach of you know looking at us as, as souls, as understanding that that um, mm-hmm. you know it's it's a the concept of eternal return, that that life life is 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 everlasting and universal, and and that we have e- eternal return, and and we uh, we keep coming back in order to fulfill um, a a larger multi-dimensional souls lifetime, if you would. We, we're part of something much greater than ourselves. And it's understanding mm. that connection to to that source, to what is greater than us, that enables us to to really move forward and to to escape um, this golden cage, this golden prison that we were born into. I like that. So it's it's really more inclusive. It sounds like it's bringing more aspects into the into the I would say astrology reading, right? Yes, yeah, it, it it's it's really it's not about the what's. You know, most of the people who come okay. for readings are in, in the later portion of their life. You know, rarely do we get the seventeen and eighteen year olds unless their their mother has sent them because it's their birthday or something. You know, we we get people right. who are later in life who have a, have a lot of experiences under their belt. And you know, it would right. be foolish for me to you know to charge people to tell them about what has happened in their life. It's it, it, it's about the what's. It's about taking the context of their life and applying that to their birth chart rather than taking a birth chart and overlaying it on them and saying, oh, this is who you are. Um, and I think that that's one of the reasons that astrology mm. kind of hits the wall sometimes in the mainstream because people open an, a, an astrology you know, book, uh, a, a cookbook, you could say, an astrology cookbook, and, this, and they say they have sudden cancer and they'll read about them and say, well, I'm not really so much like that. The, you know, it, we, yeah. we, 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 we're multidimensional. So it, we can't, we can't yeah. just overlay, we can't overlay the chart on, uh, on us. We have to take our life and apply it to the chart, our, our context. And in that, in that work, we begin to understand the whys of what has happened, not just what has happened. Well, that's that fascinating sense? to understand the why. Yeah, I love that. I love, yeah, the why. I'm all about the thread, you know, following the thread or the breadcrumbs, you know, back. Exactly. Because exactly. I feel like right in that trajectory, then you can see also where you're going and why as well. It's, yeah, I think exactly. it's easier to be guided and right and believe if you can uh, look back. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Right, okay. Right, 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 right. What well, what was the second part of the question? Well, then what, is, what did you? Yeah, then the intuitive, the intuitive part. Oh, 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 um, oh okay. Well, well, that's how I teach astrology because I believe that as 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 an astrologer or you know as a psychic or a you know anybody who's practicing any of the mantic you know arts any kind of divination tarot cards, um, we're basically mm-hmm. allowing that medium to open us up what we're looking for yeah. it's, it's contained within us it's not in the card it's not in the chart right. and um the way i you know astrology is a symbolic language with only 12 letters but those 12 letters are multi, again multi-dimensional and they they have light and they have shadow and um the combination of those those 12 archetypes which we all have in our in our charts whether we have a planet in that sign or not um weaves a tapestry and each one of us is totally unique the the baby who was born mm-hmm. in the incubator or you know next to us in the hospital two, two minutes before or after us 
has totally different life path. You know, even though their charts mm-hmm. are the same, and and there are reasons why they had different parents, different culture, you know, different history, different everything is different about them except the chart. So the chart is not going to work in the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and see, I love that. That's to me, whatever tool somebody is using or vehicle is what makes people be a better reader, whatever it is, whether it's astrology, numerology, whatever, tarot, like you said, is that awareness that, that it's, that's just the lens or the portal. That's the opening for you to get that energy and the insight. Right. And probably would you say weave it in the chart a certain way? Because once it's open, like you said, you could be reading the same chart, but you're going to emphasize, I would imagine, different things depending on what you're receiving intuitively. Is that well, let, let me give you an example. Uh, somebody, somebody calls okay. me for reading, and I gather all their birth data, where they were born, what time, what place, et cetera. And I also ask them a question. Is there something in particular you would like to look at? Because a birth chart's not just a book. It's actually an encyclopedia. And even in a 90-minute mm. reading, we can begin, begin to cover it all. So, but the question tells me something else, and I'll come back to that in a minute. If, excuse me. Let me just take a drink of water. Go ahead. So I look so I look love how you're the chart. I said, this. Thank you. Um, when you draw this, I, I love the way that you work with it. So you're 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 the one who 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 should get the compliment because you're you're drawing this out of me. Um, <laughs> the, I, I'll, I'll you know I will cast the chart and look at it and you know obviously study it. And as I begin to work through the chart, I have, I have a whole methodology. I don't just say, oh, where, what, what could be happening here? I have, you know, step-by-step that I go through it. And we've kind of right. talked about that. You know that I start with Pluto. At, at any rate, I start to, to work my way through the signatures and themes in the chart to see what emerges. And, you know, so maybe I'll see that somebody has, um, you know, a lot of 12 paths, their sun, their moon's in their 12 paths, and then they've got planets in Pisces, and they've got planets, you know, conjunct Neptune or squaring Neptune. So I know right away that there's a Neptune-Pisces theme threaded through this person's chart. I don't know, though, if this mm. person is a poet or a visionary or a mystic or they're an alcoholic, because mm. it could be either one, Okay. All right. I don't know if they're a man or a woman. I don't know what color their skin is. I don't know what their religion is. I don't know if they were born in Iowa or L.A. I know nothing else about them. Okay. Well, I do know. I do know where they were born, but I don't know. I don't know where they were raised. What their what, what their their influence was. Um, the, right. the key part. The key part to all this is that, and, and and you are. I don't have to tell you this. This is something I know that you know, is that all of us are in different stages of consciousness. Some of us are very much mm-hmm. wrapped up in consensus. Some of us are expressing mm-hmm. our creativity and individuating. And some of us are, you know, just wishing we could return to source and, you know, get off the planet already. And I guess that, that's an extreme way to put it. But, but we want to re- there's, there's, there's some of us who want to reconnect with that spiritual energy, that mm-hmm. our life is spiritual. It's not, not just about how much money we can amass and how many vacations we can brag about, et cetera. So, That question that somebody's asking me, you know, one person will say, well, when am I going to, you know, meet my true love? Or when am I going to get the job that, you know, I'm going to be financially successful? Or when am I going to, you know, maybe meet my guru? Or when am I going to find my spiritual Mm -hmm. teacher? How that question, what that, the context of that question begins to give me a glimmer 
into where they are along that spectrum from consensus to spiritualized. And that's going to determine how that chart is going to operate because somebody who's totally into consensus, their Mars is going to be about having the flashiest automobile. If they're spiritualizing, their Mars is going to be, I'm going to India. Okay. So, right. so this is this is this is kind of you know how it works. This is this is the playground, if you would, that we that we get into together, and and working with the client, I I, I work to elicit from them their context and what they're feeling, and you know there's there's, there's almost a therapeutic nature to it to see what it is that they need to know or what they need to talk about or really what's going on to get them to anecdotally uh, tell me about their life. And then I can begin to correlate that to the chart and then we can really get into it. The, the, the magic begins when the, when the client begins to speak. Wow. And you weave it. Boy, I love that because it also brings or the potentials there. The person is open up to it to really accept yourself and your path. Just what you said about the Mars, I mean, because that does say a lot, um, you know, like what was going to drive somebody, you know, literally and figuratively, then you're not trying to be, you know, like you don't really want the car. You want to, you know, you want to go to India. You want to focus on, you know, spiritual realms and spiritual path. And you're saying, well, no, I should like this. But no, you're it's in the chart. The way uh, it's brilliant. Now, I have to. I, I just want to qualify all that, though, and and just let everybody okay. understand, you know, that it's not all cut and dried. That it's like that that right. spectrum that I described is like a keyboard on a piano, and we may be playing a couple of keys down here all the way to one side of the keyboard. And, but most of our activities at the other side, we, we're, we're all, you know, we're human. We, we're, we're, you know, we're not a tree. So, there, you know, there's a tremendous right. versatility and, and, and multidimensionality mm. in each of us. And we right. may still need that fleshy car, even though we're looking for a guru. We haven't, we haven't saturated right. yeah. ourselves with that desire yet, okay? We, still ha- we have to right. saturate every desire that we have. We can't just say, oh, somebody told me I shouldn't do that anymore and I'm going to stop. It just doesn't work that way. We, we, have, we have to be right. done with, with, with ever the, whatever that is to, to, be, to progress forward. And that's why it takes so many lifetimes. Right. right. So where are we good. in this, the eclipses? It is all good, yes. It, as far as, and I would imagine these eclipses are helping in our evolution. If we look, if, if we're right. marrying the yeah. eclipse yeah. and what's happening with evolutionary astrology, what is going on, I guess? What is, and what is the, maybe the how or the why and the what to using these energies or lining to these energies is probably more apt. Okay. Um, I, I, I'd like to preface just a little bit about eclipses because I think that they have a, a, a non-material reality yeah, that, that, we connect, that we connect to. You know, have you ever wondered, and, and I, I address that not just you personally, but everybody listening and who will listen to this, have you ever wondered why at a solar eclipse the, the, shadow, the shadow of the earth, on, um, the, excuse me, the shadow of the moon is exactly the same size as the sun? from where we stand on Earth. And then at a lunar eclipse, mm-hmm. the shadow of the Earth is exactly the same size as the moon. I mean, it, 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 don't you find that remarkable? I mean, how does that happen? Yeah, it, it's, I do. It's, 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 
You see what I'm saying? I mean, you you can't you can't yeah. make this stuff up. It can't be an accident. And I don't I don't have an answer. My my answer is that it's the great mystery. Okay. I, I don't I don't really have the answer to that. Okay. But it's down. You know, <laughs> since the beginning of time, um, we have mankind has been awed and and terrorized by eclipses. Uh, it, it was you know it was yeah. the most awesome event that occurred in the sky. Um, so and, but, and we still carry that emotional impact, even though we, you know, we're, we're modern and, you know, we, we, we somehow have, yeah. have acclimated to it. We, we haven't. We still haven't. We, we still kind of, you know, wonder really what, what this is about and how it's going to affect us. So, yeah. The, oh, people the, freak the, out. The, oh, it's going to take things away. It's going to take stuff. Away. Oh, no, there's an eclipse. What's going to happen? You know. So, right. yeah, I agree with you. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Well, it does take things away, but it also brings things in. Um, you know, eclipses. You know, at their their the common denominator of eclipses is that they are uh, full moons and new moons, which are critical events each month. Um, one one is a seed right. point of something new that's beginning, and the other is a culmination. It's an illumination point of something manifesting. So these eclipses either are going to bring in something that's a totally new thing, seemingly out of the blue, though it never is. We, when, it, when it comes up, we say, oh, yeah, I kind of had a feeling that was going to happen. And the manifestation mm-hmm. part, you know, again, how, how is that really going to show up in our outer world or within our, our personal world? Uh, so so th- this, this is why, you know, we, we have the issues. But we, we, and in essence, we have one every month. It's just that the, the eclipses occur astronomically, when the sun and the moon are on the lunar nodes. And this is what really makes its own impactful. Because uh, the lunar nodes are the karmic axis. They, they are the, the uh, evolutionary trajectory from past to future. So, you know, when the sun, you know, which is our life force, and the moon, which is the way that, that life force is distributed through time and space on Earth, are, are connected to the karmic access. You can imagine that there's going to be some consequences. It's, um, it, it's just yeah. the way, it's the way that things unfold. Right. So, so it's on so, the moon. It's on the nodes. Right. The, right. The eclipse occurs with the south and the north. Within, oh. South and the north. No, within 17.25 degrees of the nodes is considered to be an eclipse. Okay, okay, but when 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 so it, every, when the, every eclipse is always on the nodes, it's always on the yes. nodes. Yes. Ah, yes. Okay, that's why. Yes, and the closer it is to the nodes, determines its totality. So the lunar mm. the lunar eclipse that's going to occur on Friday is only one degree from the nodes. The sun and moon are at, are at five de- uh, six degrees. Uh, excuse me. For, let me look at the chart just so I can get this right. It's it's within one degree, and but it's only okay. going to be Those visible. It, right. It's only going to be visible down in Australia and New Zealand and way up in the in the north north uh, well eastern part of Russia, and it, it's at the poles. It will only be visible at the poles. So uh, there there is a paradigm that says. That the, that our visible point on the planet, or the visibility wherever we are on Earth, is a determinant mm-hmm. of the intensity of the eclipse over that point. Okay. Mm. So 
So more intense where in those areas. If you can see it, yeah. If you can see, huh. if you if the if you uh, total eclipse it. passes right overhead, it's it's going to have much more intensity over those geographic areas. But then, but they're also. Mm-hmm. I also work with very t- uh, tight orbs. You know, you know what an orb is. An orb is the, the difference between yeah. one planet and another. How many degrees? So I, I actually That's work I with with a like a, only a, yeah. a two or three degree orb. Oh, you you know, oh, very tight okay. orbs. Very tight orbs. Okay. But but when it is now, that let me tight, ask you which you, one is that? Right now, which hmm? um, which sign? What is which? Which is in the south node and which is in the north node? Because okay, it's in so Leo right now, Aquarius. Right. Right now we have Aquarius south node and Leo north node. Okay. Mm, okay. Makes sense. Give me a okay. second here. I'm going to just pull up a chart here. North node. So, okay. So at the core of, of these three eclipses, and, and the reason we're having three eclipses is there's actually a 34-day window um, twice a year as to when an eclipse is going to occur. And if the, if the first solar eclipse occurs early in that 34-day period, then there's enough time for a second solar eclipse, uh, you know, at the, uh, uh, four weeks later. So that's why we, we had the solar eclipse on July 12th, and we have the lunar eclipse on the 25th. Um, you know, again, new moon, uh, full moon, and then the next new moon in, in August, on August 11th will also be another solar eclipse, but it's very wide. Um, it's, it's not very near the nodes. So some, astro- some astrologers mm. don't really pay much attention to, the, to that last solar eclipse because the real cycle is the new moon, full moon cycle, just like we have each month. So it's the first solar and then the lunar. Um, and th- this this eclipse coming up on Friday is, is quite intense. It's it's the the longest has the longest duration of totality this century. It's uh, close to four hours wow. of totality. Yeah, that's yeah, huge. It's huge. Yeah, that is because usually it's what hour a little over an hour, right? Forty five minutes, an hour. It usually doesn't yeah. last. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Maybe two. Right. So four hours. That's a long. And of course, the the symbol and this one it seems as to bring something with the lunar. I always I always find the lunar eclipse is 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 more intense anyway than the solar. The lunar scene, although this solar one was (laughs) did did do some little cha cha chas. um, (laughs) But I don't know if that's just me or what do you say? Like some say, what you know. Because it's the solar, something is hidden. The lunar, something is brought back out. What, what's your take on that? Yeah, no, I think we think you're leaning in the right direction. It, it is a one-two punch, and the solar it comes okay. into our awareness in, in, one, in one way or another. And at the lunar, we we get the culmination of it. It's a culminating point. It, again, it's that full moon that's an illumination, and that oh, illumination full, is yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's sun opposite moon. So we've, we've got the moon actually holding all that solar energy now. It's, it's transferred to the moon. And the moon, mm. the moon is our emotional body. Okay? The moon is our ego. Mm-hmm. It's our self-image. And the moon, did you ever look up at the moon? It's four craters. <laughs> yeah. Okay? So, yeah. Right? <laughs> so, 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 you know, here we are. We're all walking around with these cratered moons. And, you know, when we encounter somebody... 
it's their moon that we're interacting with. So, you know, you, you wonder why we have all the kinds of, inter, you know, personal transactions and interactions that we do, because we're encountering everybody else's craters, and they're encountering our craters, and we all have craters. We all have those impacts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what is the significance, would you say, because it is going to be powerful and intense? I mean, I can already... I don't know, feel the energy. So I, I read wide orbs because I, I feel it so much. Um, and, and what is the best way, I guess, to align to this energy? Is there things that we should, we need to look for or that would be helpful? Yes, uh, uh, obviously, yes. Um, at the core there, of okay. these, all, yeah, at the core of all three of these eclipses is Mars retrograde in Aquarius. And the best example of Mars retrograde in Aquarius I can give you is he whose name I will not mention and what he has done over the past couple of weeks. Um, Aquarian uh, retrograde energy is very often slows things down. Mars Mm -hmm. in Aquarius in retrograde, this retrograde, things are heating up. It's creating a lot of friction. It's a lot of friction. And, it, the the uh, lunar eclipse on Friday, Mars is conjunct the moon. Uh, the, the, the south node is at 553, the moon is at 444, and Mars is at 358. So they're all within two degrees of each other. That's called a stellium, and it's a very tight stellium, a very tight conjunction of those three uh, wow. bodies. So Mar- Mars is just kind of running the show. And what, what really intensifies it is Mars is in Aquarius, which is said to be ruled by Uranus. And Uranus and Aquarius yes. happen to be the south node. And, and Uranus is the ruler of the south node. Okay? And Uranus is squaring the nodes, which is another whole dynamic. I mean, it's really, really thick, Michelle. It is just so thick and dense. No, mm-hmm. uh, oh, I can feel Yeah. Well, it seems like it's okay. going to bring stuff right up to the attention, right? I mean, really up to the surface. But there, with that Mars, there's got to be some, I would say, some action or payoff or result or, or something tangible, right? Well, the way, the way that the, the evolutionary astrology perspective on Mars is Mars, Mars holds mm-hmm. our deepest, uh, is, is actually the outlet for our deepest subconscious desires, uh, Pluto, Pluto holds those desires, you know, on a karmic level of what we really need to do to move forward and what we really need to do to grow um, as, as on, a soul, mm. on a soul level, spiritually. But it's hidden. It's chthonic. It's, you know, underworld, underground. We don't, we're not, most of us are really right. not aware of what our Plutos are doing. We feel it, you know, but we don't know where it's coming from. Mars is its man in Havana, if you would. Mars is, Mars is the, the ah. Pluto is the higher... Pluto's the higher octave of Mars. There's a correlation there. Um, actually, Mars used to be, okay. the, or still is, the traditional ruler of Scorpio. So they're both, you know, they, they have a lot of uh, correlations. Pluto says jump. Mars ah. says how high. Okay. So Mars, ah, Mars, okay. Mars is how we express those deep subconscious needs. We're not aware where it's coming from. And what happens is that it becomes our choices. It's the choices that we make. So what happens with Mars mm. retrograde is the choices that we have made in the past come back, in some cases, to haunt us. 
You know, we, we have to look at the choices that we've made and what we've pursued, what we've gone after, you know, and with, with a recognition that we were chasing a rainbow or that it was a dead end or et cetera, that, that we were just going in the wrong direction. And this is what's happening mm-hmm. as, 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 as the politics in our country go through this horrible, these horrible convulsions, people are looking back at the mm. choices they made last November. Who did I vote for? Who did I not vote for at all? You know, yeah. the, these are the things. Okay, it's a revisit. And it's not pleasant. And, it, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, uh, it, it's our own karma coming back. You know, our immediate karma. It's not what we did two lifetimes ago. It's what we did six months ago. So th- these are the kinds of things that we're facing. Um, Aquaria, the Aquarian energy is, is really, really powerful always. Uh, you know, Aquarius is the awakener. And the way that we get awakened is by is, is Uranus comes along and disrupts things. It interrupts things. Um, it interrupts all the Saturnian uh, Capricorn crystallized things. You know, it's 10th house into 11th house, uh, Capricorn into Aquarius. Mm. In Capricorn, things get structured and crystallized and solidified and grounded. In Aquarius, all those things get blown up. They get shattered because that's how evolution mm. occurs. It, we, if, if you're going to, uh, you know, you want to build a beach house and there's, you know, something on that, that lot that you want to build on, you've got to tear it down first unless you want to go live in that, you know, right. 1930s, you know, little cottage. Um, you know, you just paid $4 million for this, this lot on the beach and you probably don't want to live in that cottage. So, you know, you, you tear it down and you, you have to build something else. That's what Aquarius does. It's, it's an individuating, mm-hmm. awakening um, self, it's, it's how we self-actualize in the collective because it represents our community. Mm. Uh, so, so all this Uranian energy is causing all this dissonance and disruption and interruption in, in, our, in our lives, not just in our country, but around the world. We can see it. Uh, but it's good because yeah. in order for something else to grow, to be born, to be created, the, the, the ground has to be cleared. Mm. And I love that you say it represents the community. So that's interesting. It represents the collective, the Aquarius. Um, yes. I always thought of it as yeah. groups, but yeah. yes, the humanity. So this, um, maybe this is why my guides say this time period is the rude awakening, you know, that people are either, you know, a lot of people are going to be awakening rudely by their choices. Like, oh, she, we did that or we voted this person in or we, you know, whatever, you know, there's, um, or I believe that, you know, the, the delusions are uh, going to be I, seen I or revealed. Yeah. Rude awakening. I love so this that. kind of reminds yeah. yeah, that's, well, I guess what, what you're telling me with the, the Iranian energy um that you know that it's now getting more into humanity, more into the masses. That I guess to see below the surface, I guess with this see, the revealing to, to right themselves. of what is actually right. to see well, the, the balance. The balance here. The, what, what's happening all through this lunar these lunar node transit through Leo and Aquarius? Now Leo Leo is the self. Aquarius is everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's why it's community. Um, you know, the, uh, another good mm-hmm. example is, is kind of like day and night. You know, during the day, uh, we have one sun, one star in the sky. That's sun. That's Leo. At night, right. the sky is filled, filled with stars. 
That's Aquarius. Multiplicity. It's multiplicity. Okay. okay. And we're all very, we're, we're day, you know, we, we live in a day world, you know, in our cities. We don't even have nighttime anymore. The, you know, the, the city lights are so strong that there's never any real darkness. You have to go out, you know, 50 yeah. miles out of town out. to actually be, get, get where it's dark. And, and this, this is one mm. of the things that's happened, that's happened to our world, that we, we're day people. And it's, it's, it's in the night that we learn and we experience and we intuit and we dream. We don't do that during the day. Yeah. So I is, love the night. I love going out into the moon. Yeah, this is well. Mm-hmm. So the self with that um Now we also have the, the solar eclipse so that was uh Capricorn Cancer. Right. And correct me if I'm wrong. I question, two well, twofold question because so this solar let's go to that. This this lunar eclipse we're seeing the choices what happened six months ago. And then will this also put stuff and, in motion and, another and, six and, months? Yeah, and I, I, will, I, I wouldn't limit it to that. We're just seeing the choices that we made, period. We're, we're experiencing the consequences of our own choices and decisions. Okay, okay. And, what, and next year, don't, I think starting in January, don't we have a succession of uh, Cancer Capricorn eclipses? Yeah, yeah. Um, the, node, the nodes will Earth, change. The, the nodes. Yeah, the node. The nodes transit in November, and they, the nodes uh, transit retrograde backwards, so they move back through the signs. So the south node will move into Cancer, mm. and the north node will move into Capricorn. Right. Okay. Right. So it'll switch. That's going to be interesting. So it's going to switch well, the same we, energies, but emphasize differently. Well, we've or well. Let me let me just um, say something about Leo and Aquarius. Um, what one of the dynamics of this polarity is balancing what we need versus what the collective needs. Where you know our selfishness mm. has is, is it, you know Mars is, is selfish. You know Mars is about is self centered. Yeah. It's, you know it's about me. It's about me. So it's it's mm-hmm. about. And, you know, it, it's about recognizing where we have made choices that were good for us but bad for everybody else. And that could be the collective. Yeah. That could be our family. That could be our partner. That, you know, it, you, you, can, you can, you know, ratchet it down on any level of relationship. It, it's going to work there. How, how, how are we balanced with our, you know, our, our lovers, our partners, our, our wives and, and husbands, our children? Our neighbors, our you know, mm-hmm. our immediate community, our, our immediate community, our country, our country in the world. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, it it opens up on many many levels. We're already having the Capricorn stuff go on. We've had Pluto in Capricorn since 2008, yeah. and Saturn's now in Capricorn, which is its own sign, ruling that Pluto. So the Capricorn energy is phenomenal. But Capricorn stuff gets done. When when we have Capricorn, yeah. you know Saturn is our friend. The people are afraid of Saturn, but Saturn brings skills, mm-hmm. brings mastery, it brings things into its time and space. So it actually may actualizes what we dream dream about. You know, it's fine to dream it and you know, imagine it and whatever. Capricorn makes mm-hmm. it real. Okay. Yeah. So 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 the the you know the the, the next couple of years coming up after this one again, have that phenomenal potential for tremendous um, change in terms of the structure 
of everything, you know, of a world. Mm-hmm. But how it will change, you know, again, yeah. is we don't, we don't know because, you know, I, I don't, I don't I personally don't hold to astrology well served as a, as a predictive science because the future mm-hmm. is simply the result of the choice that we make today. And we are making mm-hmm. collective choices and what we're going yeah, to exactly. see. Right. Right. So, yeah, no, I so agree with you. I always say when people are freaking out, I'm like, look, there's mid, I call it mitigating consciousness because we don't know what's going to happen. A different decision could be made. Somebody else wakes up a little more. That's in, you know, uh, things don't always have to get cataclysmic because like you were saying, you know, we are, constantly making right. you know different decisions so that in that are impacting right. individually and collectively right you know and the people that are waking up right now i mean it's just you know phenomenal um so go back to something daniel this is so fascinating i love it i love it um what you were saying that cho- we're waking up to the choices now is there a corrective aspect of that i mean where people are noticing are they connecting the dots and saying wow i I chose this maybe this would have been better or why did i choose it does along with this does some introspection come in some contemplation come in yes yes that's that's a great question and it is happening and and the best example i can give you is the way that the religious right you know totally fled from trump when he started to separate families at the border okay these, mm, these were his, this, okay. this, 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 these, these were the people who elected him, and and you know mm-hmm. as as you know his his real self unfolds, um, they're beginning to recognize yeah. that they you know they they hitched their start to the wrong wagon, so a wagon to the wrong yeah. star got it backwards. So um, uh, so so that but the the other thing that that is is really going on, and there aren't a lot of astrologers talking about this, and I think you you will like this is that there's a lot of mm. goddess energy right now, Michelle. Um, it's phenomenal. Yeah. And we're seeing it in the women's, we're seeing it in the women's movement. Um, we're seeing it in exactly what's happening at the border where there was this total outrage. It's what's happening to families. It struck such a, a core nerve in, in everybody, you know, a human, in, in humanity. How, how can you do this? So the, these are the energies that are coming back. Uh, Uranus is conjunct the asteroid Juno. And Juno was Hera, Zeus and Hera. Mm. Um, she Marriage, was a right? goddess in her, and they were married. They're actually brother and sister. Um, yes. But they were, allowed, they were allowed to be married. And they actually held equal power, but hers was denied. Mm. And he constantly was denigrating and diminishing her, yet she stayed with him. There was fidelity. So one of wow. the things that Juno represents is agreements and contracts. And, one of, and Uranus, remember, is the interrupter-disruptor. Mm. So contracts and agreements right now are getting interrupted and disrupted. Look what he did in, in Helsinki. He renegotiated. He, and and now yeah. he's renegotiating all of our contracts with our allies yeah. and our, our non-allies, okay, unilaterally. Um, and on, a, on, a yeah. collect, on an individual level, um, I think if, if we took a poll, we would find that a lot of marriages and love relationships, friendships, businesses, you know, employer, employee, any kind of agreement contract is, is somehow in flux. There's a fluidity to it. 
there's a renegotiation or it's changed, there's reaction. It, the Uranus could cause an immediate breakup. You know, I mean, that's it, we're done. But it also can, is, can mm-hmm. be a reinvention. So, again, that's the light in the shadow. Or is it going to shadow us and, you know, we, we, we can't pick up the pieces? Or do we pick up the pieces we still want to hold on to and reinvent ourselves? Um, the other thing that's been happening oh, I is love that, that Venus... Reinventing. It, it, yeah, yeah. Uranus is reinvention. Clearly, that's what it is. It, it's, it's our... Uh, Uranus it correlates to those inspirations, ideas. It's the higher mind, things, things that come to us of their own volition. Okay? It's not quite like mm-hmm. intuition. Um, it, it's just, it's, mm. it, it, um, it, it's very crown chakra, if you would. It's, it's inspiration, really. Um, it's, it's the higher mind. We don't, we don't know where that came from. But you, you could say it's intuition, but mm. intuition is really Jupiter. It's really Jupiter. Uh, the, the other thing that's going on is that Venus has been traveling through the sky with Ceres. Uh, Ceres was, was Demeter. Uh, Demeter uh, lost her, her daughter, who was her whole life, to the, you know, was taken away from her. It's all about the, the, the parent-child bond and, and the loss, very often the loss of a child or the abduction of a child, the, the, the rape of a child. I mean, it, it, all these things. When, when Ceres is in a chart, it could be the one who was abducted, it could be the, the mother who lost the child, or it could be the rapist himself. Uh, it's, it's an interesting phenomenon to see how it's going to work. And we see all of these things mm-hmm. going on. We know who the rapist is, and we see who the children are who are being torn from their parents. I mean, it just, it's, it's just so real. It's, it's just so obvious that it's, 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 it's amazing to see such a, a brilliant co- uh, correlation to it. And also the uh, Vesta. Um, Vesta is oh. um, was, was Hestia to the Greeks. And Hestia, which is her name, is the same word in Greek for hearth. Vestia, of all the god or goddesses, mm. had no temples to her. Her temple was the hearth in everybody's home. Uh, it, was, it was just, um, it was kind of like the, the word religion to the Hopis. They don't have a word for religion. They don't need it. It's just so inherent in their culture. Uh, the hearth is inherent as the center of the home and the community. And so the light and the shadow of, 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 of Vesta is... Uh, home is seeking a home or losing your home. And again, we see these mass migrations. We see what's happening at the border. I mean, these are all the things that are swirling around, but also to a great degree, politically, we're trying to, we're trying to find our center again. We're trying to find that home that we had uh, because I know many Mm. of us, and I include myself in that group, you know, like we're we're wild at sea. I mean, this is just crazy. We, uh, I, I feel like we, you know, Odysseus, I mean, we have, we have drifted yeah. off into the Aegean somewhere, and you know, and where the hell is you know? How do I get back home? So, yeah. you know, this, 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 oh, right? True. And, and yeah. Pallas Athena, Athena is the other one. Pallas Athena is conjunct the North Node. You know, the North Node is is an amazing mm. point in our chart. It's a, it's a magical moving sign. Oh, it it's it's kind of yeah. It's that thing at the airport. We take one step out of our luggage, and it's a, it takes. I'm sorry. Yep. Set your north. GPS north to the north. Set your GPS to the north node. You know. Yes. Daniel, exactly. we are we are we are um, winding out over time. Gotta have you back. Okay. I love what you're saying. Everybody in the chat is humming, humming, humming. Um, we even have uh, questions. Yeah, intuitive astrology. Love it. Okay. 
So this has been great. I mean, I love what you're saying, the contemplation, the inquiry, um, people revisiting their choices. And I guess this one is, can be bringing in this lunar, some things maybe that, that you've made choices or unfinished business. Is that one mm-hmm. way to look at it, just to wrap up? What would you? Yep, yep, yep. I, I would say trust your intuition, listen to your heart, participate in community, get out in nature, what you were saying before, you know, before I came on. Uh, f- find that place where there's lots of negative ions and just immerse yourself in it mm. and, and, and feel that spiritual energy. Just saturate yourself with nature um, because it's, it's healing. It's very, very healing. Get, get out of town. Go find someplace really dark. <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, just you know, tr- trust, trust your intuition and listen to your heart because it'll never steer you wrong. Beautiful. All right, Daniel, people can get in touch with you at 4evolutionaryastrology.com, right? The number 4evolutionaryastrology.com. Great. Come back soon, sooner than later. I'll talk to Sadie and we dive back in. Part two, this is fascinating. I mean, what you're weaving together and what you've shared with us is just so fascinating and helpful. Thank you. You call me, I'll be here. Okay, cool. Thank you, All right, Michelle. Daniel. Take Thanks. good care. Okay. Peace. Bye. Bye. Peace. Oh, we get good guests. All right, that was Daniel Fiverson. Lots of good, really good information and insights. Um, and you have, look, last November, and, you know, look what's coming in now. Um, I really like that, revisiting our choices and that reinvention. Love it, love it, love it. You can find out more information about Daniel Fiverson and his work in, as an uh, astrological intuitive at 4evolutionaryastrology.com. That's the number, 4evolutionaryastrology.com. Um, hey, find me on Facebook. Let's connect Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Be a part of the Awakenings community and you have any guest suggestions, topic suggestions, or if you'd like to find more information about High Vibes um, as well as the Liberate Your Life, releasing that core wounding and core belief once and for all, um, as well as the modern mysticism, you can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Oh, my God, you guys, this was so great. So great um, to be with all of you every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific time. All right. Until next time, continue to shine your light, share your insight, and, of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows are available on iTunes. For continued Awaken conversation and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook and visit Michelle's blog at soulinsightsforspiritledliving.com. That's soulinsights, the number four, spiritledliving.com. Keep awake.